Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Making Memories. Making Memories. I'm excited for this episode, so I'm going to start it off with a public service announcement that I do here on the show sometimes, which is to please use your blinker, your turn signal. It is a flowing thing to do. It is a good practice for us individually because we are becoming aware of our intentions, where we're going in life, and we are signaling to the world those intentions. So that allows others to flow with their daily commutes in their lives and where they're going in the world and makes the commute and the drive more flowing and synergistic and awesome and safer for all of us. So thank you for that. All right. So moving right along, making memories. I'm excited for this episode because time, our old friend time, is still moving along, isn't it? Hasn't stopped yet. And I've done other episodes where I talk about time my own perspectives on time, and I'm going to touch on a few of those things again, probably, so just a heads up. So with time, I'm I'm going to cover the basics, I guess, some of my basic understandings. There is what we might call objective time or clock time, and we can look at that clock, and if we watch it, you know, the second hand is going around, and then every 60 seconds comes a minute and the bigger hand moves and we can for the most part kind of say that it's quote unquote objective um then there's subjective time our experience of time passing and that changes depending on how we feel and what we're doing and so if i'm if you're doing something that's really fun Time might seem to fly by. Like, oh, I lost track of time. I was doing this awesome thing. And before I know it, you know, the, the it's already time to go. It's already time to stop and, or do the next thing. And if you're doing something really boring or lame or tiresome, then maybe time seems to go by slowly. And it's like, oh, the day is dragging on. When is this going to be over? I can't wait for this to be done. You're just waiting for the clock to to move. So that's the subjective experience of time. Now, what science has finally come around to figuring out, which I think is really, really exciting, is that even what we call objective time changes. It's relative. And what they've discovered now is that time can be distorted or it changes, can be affected by gravity. Isn't that interesting? So... Yeah, I think that is interesting. I find it fascinating, actually. So, which makes sense. Like, we've always known if you go into outer space and you're on different planets, time, you would age differently than the people on Earth. And now they're discovering there's certain places on Earth even where time is affected. So that's pretty cool. So the reason I find this extra cool is because um, once upon a time I read this amazing book 
I think it was called, I should try to find it. Um, oh, I know I don't have it, my own old copy from back in the day, but I'll try to find a new version of it. I think it was called Where the Pendulum Swings or the Wild Pendulum, Pendulum, something like that. And uh, it was, um, I, I believe that's the book that, Chasing the Wild Pendulum, something to that effect. And uh, this idea of time and as we get closer Eh, it's hard to explain. There is a cool picture that goes along with it that makes it a little easier. But basically, the way I like to kind of describe it, I guess, without the picture, is time stopping. Have you ever had the experience of time like almost seeming to stop? Like something so intense happened that time just came to a standstill. There was in slow motion, and you reacted in a certain way or watched something happen that was outside your control or... Uh, you were doing something amazing, and time just kind of stood still. Well, um, have you ever had the experience of falling asleep for five minutes or, you know, what felt like an eternity? You're having all these crazy dreams, but you don't know they're dreams while you're in them, right? It just feels like your reality. And then it seems like days have passed or hours or months or whatever, and then you wake up and it's only been like five minutes. And then uh, you fall back asleep, what feels like for a minute, and then it's already like an hour later. Isn't that weird? How far can that go? Could you go, you know, what kind of ratios could you have? Could you be dreaming for what felt like years and then come back and have it be only a few minutes or an hour? I personally have those kind of experiences. Have you? And what does it mean? Which one is more real, the the reality that you seem to be experiencing while you're in dreamland or, I mean, while you're there, it seems real, right? Unless you became conscious in the dream that you were dreaming, lucid dreaming, which is pretty amazing if you've ever experienced that. And so making memories to me is, so So my kind of um, theory or hypothesis on this whole thing, one thing about about time and about memories is the amount of energy that goes into it. So if I have a thought that passes, if I have a thought and I think it for a moment and then it just keeps going, I don't give it any more attention, then it's just kind of like a daydream or, you know, just a fleeting thought. Oh, i got to, you know, um, go buy the bank later. Oh, I got to do this other thing later. I've got, oh, okay, you know, oh, and then, oh, yesterday I ate something. Oh, and today I'm going to eat something. And then, you know, oh, what color shoes should I wear today? You know, none of those I'm giving too much thought or attention. My mind's just kind of glossing over them, right? And I probably won't remember any of them, even, like, from one minute to the next. I'm not even totally conscious of my own thoughts. I'm not even thinking about it, right? The monkey mind's just kind of chattering away, throwing stuff up there, and uh, nothing of significance. Now, on the other hand, what if I um, start thinking about something else that, that caught my attention? Oh, man, it's the Level 3 Records 15-year anniversary. i got to do that project I've been working on. Oh, why is it taking so long? Oh, I thought I prepared better. And I start thinking about it. And I start thinking about different aspects of it. And I start formulating a plan for uh, for my action steps. Okay, well, yeah, I've been, uh, you know organizing all my photos and my video clips and now I'm uh, putting you know looking for music and um, you know so now I'm thinking about it and uh, it's starting to become more of a solid thought in my mind now um, 
for me, what that kind of starts to do is it starts to, there's like this mind-body connection, right? And we've all heard mind over matter. We've, we've also all heard um, of, uh, why does this word keep slipping my mind? Um, when you think you're taking medicine, but it's not really medicine, but it, you have the experience, you get cured anyway. Like your own mind cures it, but you didn't know that you were taking a um, blank. We're playing, we're playing a game show here now. You get to fill in the blanks, and I can't even tell you if you have the correct answer or not. But I think you know what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway, so your mind like tricks you because your mind believes it. It becomes true for you. It like can heal you, right? And so the mind's very powerful. Blah blah blah. Um, when we give more weight to a thought, that thought, in, the more thought, where attention goes, energy flows. And if we're giving something more energy, then it starts to become more dense, the thought, right? Because if it's just a fleeting thought, it's light, the energy kind of flows through the mind, and it never really necessarily resonates through the body that much. But then you catch that thought that's like, oh, yeah, this is a good one. It sticks in there a little bit starts getting more energy, starts gaining more, um, you know, the, the energy of the frequency of the, the wave length, the thought forms that are, you know, burning or uh, chemical reacting, sparking in the mind, that starts to send out signals and vibrations into the, into the environment and through the ether. And uh, the more energy you give it, the more in tune you start to, to put that vibration out there, you start to law of attraction it back to you as well as you start to uh, act and react to make those things, to make that become more in alignment with that thing, right? And so in my pseudo-scientific logic here, deductions and whatnot, um, as you're doing that, you start to attract, you know, the better you get at it, the more clear your thoughts become, the more focused they become, the cleaner the frequencies of those thought forms become the more energy you give it the more um you start to attract those things so there's a my mind is slow i haven't slept much the last couple of days sorry guys it's from dropping words here and there um when you have one vibration that is the dominant vibration other things start to vibrate in sympathy with that dominant frequency so this happens uh women with their cycles right um even with the cycles of the moon which they were probably much more tuned with back in the day um because the moon would be the dominant cycle and um then there's with music you can do this if you have a piano uh, or a guitar like stringed instruments are particularly um suited for this you can hit one note one frequency and uh, an instrument across the room will start vibrating that same frequency that same string will start to resonate even without touching it because the air wave the um, sound waves that are traveling through you know and vibrating the air molecules will hit the the string that's of that same vibration okay and and also of uh harmonic um, vibrations above that so ones that resonate at certain ratios relative to the the one you struck what we call the fundamental tone so this happens 
with music, with sound, we can prove that. It's a really easy and fun, cool experiment to do. And then it also happens in with our thoughts. And that's how we, you know, if you've heard of the secret or the law of attraction, that's essentially what it is. It's just instead of with sound forms, sound waves, now we're doing it with thought waves. Okay. And so we create these things first in the mind and then in the physical reality world. But if we don't put in the, the energy, uh, enough of it, enough focus, enough drive, enough attention from the thought form, it doesn't necessarily always turn into, transmute into the physical world. Okay. So making memories for me is about becoming very conscious of the thing that we want to make a memory of. How much weight do we give it? If we spend time with someone and we're not fully present because we're playing on our phones or we're watching TV or whatever, do we remember that? No, it just kind of blurs into the daily routine maybe, right? Whereas if we are doing something maybe different or novel, the mind loves novel things, things that are new or kind of unique or different, right? The mind can jump on that like, oh, this is different. This is cool. This is a break in my normal um, you know, routine. And then what other things can you think of? What other things, what kind of experiences or stand out in your mind and why? What about that experience makes it more of a memory than something else? Probably it was some kind of novel thing. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like just a, a routine, but it's your favorite routine. So for me, um, one example that of a routine that I really it wasn't any specific time, like a one-time experience kind of thing, but like I, but our routine, um, part of our routine of just at the end of the day, Elaine and I, you know, getting the kids into bed, being able to chill the heck out for a moment on the couch and watch some TV. Well, even as of just like yesterday when I was podcasting, I was kind of like saying like, ah, you know, I need to be better about how I use that time. But as I'm sitting here now thinking about it, I've also had experiences of, uh, really wishing to have that time, that experience of like unwinding at the end of the day, we're both done with all of our things, we can lay on the couch for an hour and watch TV. And really, when I, there was a good period where I didn't have that, where, you know, for different reasons, we weren't able to do it. And I realized like, how much I appreciate the simpleness of it, right? It's like, okay, in the olden days, we lived in caves still or whatnot um you know the storyteller would we'd all gather around the campfire or whatnot or the the regular home fire <laughs> and somebody would tell stories there'd have to be somebody to entertain because we'd get bored right and so but now we have this thing tv and netflix and we got amazing entertainment at the touch of a button it's amazing and i appreciate that and it's not that it's my life's work or anything but it's definitely I appreciate all the things that go into allowing me to to do that, and I appreciate the work that is challenging and keeps me motivated during the day that gets me to a point where I'm tired enough where I just need to chill out at the end of the day. You know, so it's like these memories, so it's not a specific memory necessarily, but it is, it's a memory that I do keep in mind of like, yeah, I, I feel appreciative of all the times, right? It's kind of more of a, for me, I think, like more of a generalization of that experience of like, ah, oh, it's the end of the day, relaxing. I get out my mat and I lay down on the mat and do my exercises and Elena chills out on the couch and we watch our crazy shows. So that would be a memory that I have, right? 
Now with the kids, I guess one reason that it, this is particularly an important episode is, you know, I've got two kids and they're growing up fast. Um, there's times the young guy, there's the baby age for me is very darn challenging. The crying, you know, no reasoning with the kid, the baby, toddler, age, kid, because they, you know, they're toddlers. They don't have that kind of capacity yet. Um, but they know how to push buttons. Like, I swear they do. They know how to, like, the, our little guy, freaking little guy I love, you know, super a lot. Um, but he knows how to push buttons. It's like, oh, you little guy, like, we're trying to get him out the door. We're trying to get him into bed, and he'll be holding a toy. Or something, and uh, you know he wants that toy. He loves the toy. He's playing with the toy, and then he knows like, oh, I'm a, you know, mommy or daddy is gonna take me into my room to put me down to bed. Well, I don't want to go to bed, so I'm gonna throw this toy outside of this area so that they have to, you know, bend down to get it before. I don't know what goes through his little head, but that's the way it seems to me. It's like he knows how to, like, oh, we're about to get in the car, so what's he do? Oh, he throws the car outside the car, so that way. Then he starts crying. It's like, dude, why'd you throw that? You know you want that. It's like, well, he threw it so he could throw a fit. So he'd have a reason to cry. So we'd have to go get the thing. It's a control thing. He's controlling us. He's outsmarted us. It drives me freaking crazy. It drives me freaking crazy, friend. Those are some memories. Yay, memories. Making memories. So I love it. And I try to keep my perspective. It's like, oh, this only, this, you know, time of life only lasts a few months or a few years, I guess. And it's very trying, you know. But then it's over and it's like, oh, remember when they were a baby? It's like, yeah, I do remember. I'm okay with him not being a baby anymore. I love them as baby. Very sweet, very cute. Crying, not my favorite part of the whole experience. (sighs) But so making memories, making memories, friends. What kind of things do you have? Traditions, right? Traditions are fun because I think that's a way to make memories of certain like longer cycle habits like every year we get together and we go to this place well you might not always remember every specific year that you go to that place but you might remember the overall experience of like how good it feels to be going to do that thing you know go to that place with with the people you go with and um that that is a way of making memories all right like oh every year like my cousin and I we play this card game, and that, I have fond memories of doing that. So it's always super fun. And so that's kind of the idea, right? Is habits doing something intentional is a big part of it, right? I think for the most part, like I'm intentionally we're intentionally doing this thing because it's going to be a new experience, or because this is like a tradition that we have, or this is a, a way that we can. Um, Uh, what's the word, not document, but kind of document this experience or this thing, right? Maybe take a picture, right? Maybe you write poetry. Maybe you play a certain song. Yeah, so, um, I, you know, certain people, a lot of people, and even, you know, it's deep in our culture, many of us for uh, different cultures, that we have certain songs that get played at certain special events like the birthday song right when somebody has a birthday or the here comes a bride when a bride's walking down the aisle and then um Canyon when it's uh you know other wedding oriented type 
um, you know, seating and whatnot. So there's these certain songs that signify special things in our culture as well. And uh, so maybe you have a special song for when you met, you know, your first dance with your special someone. Or when you graduated. Or, you know, the summer of 69, you have that, that playlist, right? That soundtrack that just brings you right back to that moment. So those kind of things can be very powerful, right? Things that get our senses involved on a deeper level um, can really tie into this making memories thing. Uh, do you have a special scent that brings you back? I do. Special, like vanilla um, got some special memories for me that that like it brings me back, right? So what kind of things do you have that can bring you into... What kind of things can into the present? Sensual things, maybe you know, any of the five senses can really help you become aware of your physical experience and your state and uh, novel experiences, as I mentioned, patterns or um, cycles, right? Uh, traditions. Just some things to get you thinking, friends. So that's about it for today. Go out, make some memories. There is a uh, really cool program in the shop around making memories and so i want to offer you a special discount special offer on that um check it out in the show notes findyourflow.com forward slash podcast slash this episode which is making memories and you may have to search it in the find your flow uh, site but this episode if you go to the show notes we'll have a special limited time offer for you about making memories and I would like to encourage you to, you know, life's short, right? I hate, I don't want to get all like mushy and whatnot, but, but it is, it goes by. I look at, I got a picture from Elena. I was doing a gig the other night. So I worked, you know, all week, don't get to see the kids much during the week. And, um, I usually spend a lot of time with them on the weekends, but this weekend I had a gig and, the, um, you know, DJ gig. And that basically takes up the whole day really, because I'm preparing, I'm loading the car, I'm, organizing and blah 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 and then i'm out all night and then i get back the next morning and you know i couldn't sleep so i was super tired stayed uh slept in and so basically like my weekend is kind of shot right got to spend a few hours with bradley on the on sunday but i barely saw the little guy at all and it is what it is right making money so that's good and uh but it's also kind of like gosh darn so elena sent me a picture of him and he just looked, um, Bradley, our oldest, who's seven, he just looks so much older. And, like, I could see how he's going to look, like, when he's 15, 16, you know, or almost out of the house or coming back to visit from college. And it's like, oh, my gosh, my little baby's growing up. And, uh, you know, I don't try not to, like, think too much about it. I don't want to get all depressed. But it's also like, shoot, I got to make these memories. It's it's an important thing, and I did another podcast a while back on the first day of school where I kind of blew it, you know, making that memory. I did make a memory. It just wasn't the kind of memory that I uh, should have been more conscientious about creating. So either I, you know, consciously create awesome memories, or maybe by default I create lesser than awesome memories that I'm, you know, not as proud of and could have could have improved. So this is an important thing for me. I hope that um, you see the value in it for you. And if you do, then check out the uh, the program and check out the show notes to get it for the special limited time discount. So there you go, friend. I appreciate you. Go out, make some awesome memories. And until next time, be flowing. <laughs>